Hello, Minnesota boxing fans, and welcome to a special edition of the Minnesota Fight Night podcast. I'm Brian Johnson, and my co-host is Sean Strauss. In this edition, we feature audio from the May 10th press conference for the June 4th boxing card at the Armory in Minneapolis. David Morrell Jr., a native of Cuba, now fighting out of Minneapolis, talks about his fight on that card. Morrell will put his WBA World Super Middleweight title and unbeaten record on the line against battle-tested Calvin Henderson, who brings a record of 15-1-1 into the ring. This is the co-feature of a Showtime-televised Premier Boxing Champions event. The main event pits Stephen Fulton Jr., 20-0 with 8 knockouts, against Danny Roman, 29-3-1 with 10 knockouts. At stake in that fight is Fulton's unified WBC and WBO Super Middleweight World Championship. Henderson, Fulton, and Roman also weigh in during the May 10th press conference hosted by Showtime's Brian Custer. Showtime Championship Boxing continues its summer tour of high stakes, meaningful world title fights and we roll into the fighting city of Minneapolis, Minnesota, in the historic armory. You might remember we were just there at the end of March where Tim Zhu took on and beat Terrell Gachet. Well, we're coming back. And this time we're bringing the unified champion with us, Stephen Fulton Jr., cool boy Steph, the WBO the WBC Unified Champion puts his belts on the line against the former Unified Champ and Danny Roman, the babyface assassin. It will be the main event. You'll also see on that card another great fight between two really heavy-handed fighters. You've got the unbeaten David Morrell, who obviously from Cuba, but since he's come stateside, has made Minneapolis his hometown. Uh, he will take on the once beaten Calvin Henderson. By the way, Henderson, if you look at his last three of his last four fights, he's won by stoppages, including all that he fought in 2021. So that will be the first fight of the night that you'll see uh, from the armory there on June 4th. By the way, these fights are being promoted by TGB Promotions and Warriors Boxing. Also, the Fulton versus Roman main event is being promoted in association with Thompson Boxing. For those of you interested in being in the Armory, an historic venue where so many great fighters have fought. I'm talking legends uh, have fought there uh, from Sugar Ray Robinson, and, and you can name the countless others. Tickets can be purchased uh, right there at the Armory, or you can get them at armorymn.com. Again, armorymn.com, and you can also purchase your tickets through Ticketmaster. So again, the main event, you have Fulton taking on Roman, and then we'll begin the night with Morell taking on uh, Henderson. It should be a great night of boxing there in Minneapolis uh, on Showtime championship boxing now i'm going to talk to all four of the fighters here we're going to start with the two fights that you're going to the two fighters that you're going to see at the beginning of the night and for members of the media we're going to allow you to ask your questions to these fighters all you have to do is hit the raise your hand icon there on the zoom uh acknowledge you will acknowledge you and you can ask uh the fighters your questions so with that let's begin with the the first fight of the night and you'll see david morrell he's unbeaten Six and zero. Oh. Uh, five of his wins have come by knockout. He's based out of Minneapolis. Uh, now that he has come stateside from Cuba, that was in 2019, and he's got a challenge in front of him because he is taking on Calvin Henderson, 15, one and one. He's got 11 knockouts, and as I said earlier, uh, he's won three of us 
his four fights and all three of his fights in 2021 were by stoppages. So this is going to be a slugfest between these guys. Uh, let's start with David Morrell. And David, uh, if you could give members of the media just uh, your thoughts on facing Calvin Henderson and, and, and doing it in your hometown now, your adopted hometown of Minneapolis. And I know Martin Bader is here to do the translation. Uh, thank you, Caster. Uh, David, bueno, contanos tus sensaciones previas a enfrentar a un rival del calibre de Henderson y además el poder hacerlo una vez más en lo que se ha convertido en tu ciudad adoptiva de Minneapolis, donde la gente te quiere un montonazo. No, like, uh, Fred, hey man, thank you everybody, like, first time, um, my respect for Henderson, my respect for, for every, like, everybody, um, eh, 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 va a ser este mi tercera pelea en, en el en el Amory ya representando gracias a Dios por to, toda la, la todo ha sido por, por la vida de de las de, del nocao este um, y nada simplemente prepararme para para el boxeador que es eh, Kevin Henderson porque es un boxeador bastante sabe eh, de, de, que se merece el respeto de, de todos los boxeadores que que, de, que peleen con él Kelvin Henderson is a quality opponent. He deserves the respect of anybody that's in front of him, including me. And I look forward to fighting against him. Having said that, I love uh, fighting in Minneapolis because I fought there three times and I've won there all three times by knockout. So I look forward to seeing everybody there on uh, June 4th. Voy a salir este, voy a salir a trabajar, a hacer lo que, perdón, lo que siempre he hecho, hacer ese mi trabajo hacer lo que le gusta a mi público y ya sabes, otra victoria más para la bolsa. I'm going to come out there, do my job, give fans a, a show, the show that they deserve, and then get another win for my record. Fantastic. Uh, Cal, well, listen, you heard him. He says he loves fighting uh, there in Minneapolis, his adopted hometown, and he wants to give his fans a knockout. What do you think about going in Morrell's backyard and, of course, fighting him and those fans? Yeah, uh, man, same here. We got mutual respect for for Morrell. We know that he has strong amateur background. We know he has skills. We know that he ain't no no slouch. Um, but all the pressure is on him. You know what I mean? We going to his adopt the hometown. Um, he's undefeated. I have one loss, so that whole pressure of going there, trying to remain defeated is off my back. I'm going out there and put on a good show, using my skill sets, and uh, put my hands on him, man. Yeah, love it. Uh, David, uh, obviously, it's going to be a great opportunity for people to see you on Showtime. Talk to me about, you know, being on this kind of platform uh, as well as being there in Minneapolis. Bueno, el estar por Showtime es una gran plataforma. Además, de estar frente en Minneapolis, frente a una audiencia nacional que en, en una de las cadenas más populares del país, ¿qué significa para vos el tener esta oportunidad de demostrar tu valía frente a una audiencia muy grande. Es mi oportunidad, mi oportunidad de mostrarle este mundo entero de lo que soy capaz de hacer, de lo que puedo hacer sobre el ring y de la de de todas las cosas que 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 en realidad tiene Tim Morrell Jr. ¿Me entiendes? Y es una de las bueno es la plataforma más grande que hay para uno poder este poder ser reconocido y es lo que y es lo que lo que voy a hacer menos que todo porque es mi, mi oportunidad, mi oportunidad, y estoy, like, por todo. I'm going for it all. This is the biggest possible platform that you can have to show the world what you're capable of. And I plan to take full advantage of it. What I want to do is go out there, take advantage of that platform, and then uh, prove my worth to everybody in Minneapolis and around the world. Mm. Uh, Cal, same question to you. Just the opportunity of show. Uh, fighting on Showtime, this platform, uh, getting the opportunity to see your skills and fighting a guy who you know, obviously is confident but says he wants to stop you in this fight. Yeah, um, man, it don't get no bigger than this, you know what I mean? Fighting on Showtime, co-main event for a world title. This is the thing people dream about when they first start boxing. So to have this opportunity, we're going to take full advantage of us also too. And as you know, when you have a game opponent, it's going to bring out the best in you. So expect to see the best Morel, the best innocent come June 4th. It's going to be uh, fireworks. Stay tuned. David, uh, do you believe the winner of this fight is ready 
for, let's say, the David Benavides, the Caleb Plants of the 168-pound division. Sentís, David, que aquel que gane la, la pelea entre vos y Henderson estaría listo para, para subir al nivel de un Benavides, de un Plant, en la división de las 168 libras? No, uh, 100%, of course, like, es la, la, yo digo que es la oportunidad de, de ya de, de, de subir a la, a la Grandes Ligas, tanto Henderson como yo, like, los dos tenemos las cualidades suficientes para, para poder pelear con cualquiera de sus boxeadores, y pienso que sí, pienso que sea la, la oportunidad ya de, de subir a otro nivel y tal, de mostrar de verdad quién es el mejor de las 168 libras. This is absolutely the chance for both Henderson and I uh, to prove that we can get the call up to the majors in a way, uh, to where we can prove that we can be among the elite and face, and face like you said, the caliber of opponents of, uh, of Navides or Planter anybody that might come our way to try to be atop the division. Mm. And, and Cal, I think, I guess the same question to you. Do you believe the winner of this fight is ready for the Caleb Plants, the David Benavides, who we'll just see on Showtime in, in the next two weeks? No, definitely. I, I, I agree with Morel. It's, um, it's a way to show your work, you know what I mean? And we also know that winning fights ain't good enough. It's how you win and how you look good winning that put you into that different um, perspective of different uh, big leagues. And so, yeah, I definitely agree, yeah. Well, listen, I know there are a number of people uh, from the media who want to talk to you guys and get questions. Members of the media, all you have to do is hit the raise your hand icon here on the Zoom. We will uh, acknowledge you and you can ask your question to the fighters. Flo Joku uh, from Showtime Sports, uh, she will acknowledge you, members of the media, and then you can unmute yourself and ask your question. So let me turn it over to Flo. Hi, everyone. Uh, so the first question uh, is from Keith Eidek from Boxing Scene. Keith? Uh, thank you, Flo. Uh, my first question is for Calvin. Calvin, how much of a step up do you feel that this is for you in this fight? Um, on paper, it may look like a big step up, but really, man, the people women sparring, people we fall in the amateurs, it's not much different. You know what I mean? We don't fall in such competition in the amateurs also. We're gonna be ranked number four in the country as the amateurs too. And so it just now platform will be to prove that to you guys. Like what well, we already know already, what we see in the gym every day, and we gotta show y'all. Calvin, what do you think went wrong for you in your fight against Isaiah Steen? And what yeah, so in the third round, I actually suffered an injury in the third round. He had a really good game plan during that fight. It was executing that game plan during that fight. And then something that you can't account for is this injury that happened during that fight. But um, we made the best of it. We didn't quit. We ain't no punks. We got heart from Texas. You know how Texas people for it to do. And so we uh, finished the fight all 10 rounds with that injury. I mean, you made no excuses. You know what I mean? All we did get back to the drawing board and worked our way back to this um, position. Calvin, what was the injury you suffered in the third round? Come again? What was the injury that you suffered in the third round? It was, it was a torn, torn muscle. In your arm or something? Or? Correct, yeah. Uh, was it something that bothered you going into the fight or it happened during the fight? No, it happened during the fight. Okay, thanks, Calvin. Uh, also, a couple questions for David. Um, David, what do you think of Calvin? What have you seen from him? How does he maybe compare to some of the opponents that you have fought this far? Uh, David, ¿qué opinas de Calvin y cómo se compara él a los oponentes que has tenido hasta ahora? La, este, yo lo hago primero que todo, ¿sabes? Respeto, respeto a todos mis oponentes. Yo no, nunca, um, nunca mido a uno con otro, ¿me entiendes? Para mí todos son, son buenos, me preparo para todos igual. No, no tengo ninguna diferencia este, con uno con otro. Simplemente admito la calidad bocística que tiene Kevin. I always prepare for each opponent the same way. I will never dare overlook anybody that I face. And I don't, I don't think that the preparation should differ that much from one fight to another. Having said that, I do respect uh, Calvin. And I think that he, he has earned the respect that, that he's given as the caliber of fighter that he is. He's, he's uh, another level and another challenge. And David, I know obviously uh... At some point, you would like to fight Canelo Alvarez for the 168-pound titles. What did you think of his loss on Saturday night, and, um, and were you surprised by it? Bueno, él sabe que te gustaría en algún momento poder pelear con Canelo Alvarez en la división de las 68 libras. ¿Y qué opinaste de lo que fue la pelea del sábado contra Vivol en la que vio eh, contra, bueno, contra el ruso en la, en la división de las 165 libras? Sí, sí. 
No, yo, yo, yo pienso lo que, lo que siempre he dicho, Canelo es un excelente boxeador, tiene mi respeto tanto como boxeador que como, como, como ser humano, tú sabes, la, fuera de ring en Super Night, tuve la oportunidad de, de conocerlo, pero simplemente lo que pasó fue lo siguiente, lo, lo mismo que, que, que yo dije que iba a pasar, un boxeador que se le, que se le moviera, un boxeador que fuera fuerte, un boxeador que, le, que, le, que trabajara like, dentro fuera, le iba a ser la pelea más difícil a Canelo, ¿me entiendes? Y en este caso fue vigor. Y fue exactamente lo que estaba diciendo de hace mucho tiempo. Uh, Canelo es un excelente fighter y un outstanding person. I've gotten the chance to meet him and I think that he is absolutely awesome. Uh, but as far as the fight goes, uh, I think that it, everything happened the way I said that it was going to happen, where Bibol is someone that is versatile and had mobility. And that mobility gave Canelo a lot of trouble because uh, Bibo was able to get in and out whenever he wanted, and Canelo never really figured that out. And and then you saw the result of what happened at the end. Of Thank you, guys. The next question uh, will come from uh, Maxwell Fuller from uh, KFAN. Maxwell, if you can uh, please unmute yourself. Hey, uh, my first question is for David. Uh, David, obviously you're from Cuba, and I was just wondering, what was your reaction to finding out that Cuba is finally allowing boxers to fight professionally again? Tu reacción, David, a que en Cuba legalizaron o permiten que ahora se pelee de forma profesional en la isla. Like, eso... Mi reacción es esa, siempre que positiva, ¿no? Porque um, es una oportunidad más que le están dando a los boxeadores cubanos que lamentablemente no tenemos esa posibilidad como otros boxeadores que, ¿sabes? De todos los países que pueden, por ejemplo, de su propio país ser boxeadores profesionales. ¿Sabes? Nosotros tenemos que, desgraciadamente, abandonar el país, abandonar nuestra familia, dejarlo todo atrás para poder cumplir un sueño, sin saber cuándo puedo volver. Como mi ejemplo, llevo cuatro años sin ver mi familia, el 4 de junio cumplo 4 años sin ver mi familia, so, es algo muy difícil estoy súper contento con, 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 eso, con eso que están haciendo siempre y cuando no hagan lo mismo que hicieron el año pasado cuando Cuba México so, solamente con eso eh, eh, ¿Qué pasó el año? No entendí lo del año pasado ¿Qué pasó el año pasado? No, que habían dicho que, que iba a ser este, como profesionales pero solamente fue literal un tope Cuba México, so, no fue tan profesional como exactamente dice, ¿me entiendes? So, no pueden venir a los Estados Unidos a pelear aquí, so, solamente lo hacen en, en México. Sería un ejemplo, el estado de Cuba sería su, su manejador y México su promotor, ¿me entiendes? So, no tiene, es profesional, pero no profesional de todo. Uh, ok, so, uh, this, uh, this measure by Cuba to make, uh, to allow professional boxing, I think that it opens a lot of doors for Cuban fighters who, has, who had those exposed before, and maybe they couldn't have the opportunities that they deserve. Uh, look at my case, where I had to leave my family behind, I had to leave my country behind, all in order to pursue a dream. Uh, on June 4th, it's going to be the fourth anniversary uh, of me not being able to see my family. So whatever makes the path uh, easier and more convenient for Cuban fighters to pursue their dreams, I'm all for it. Now, what I don't want to see happen is something like last year to where, you know, they thought that they were going to make pro boxing legal and then it was kind of a halfway thing and then it was only semi-pro. As long as it's legit and, and professional boxing is truly allowed there, then that only makes me happy. Uh, like you said, you've, it's been four years, which is kind of uh, amazing that it's been that long since then. And you've kind of made Minneapolis your adopted home. Oh, you've fought God. here plenty of times. I'm a local guy here in Minneapolis. I like seeing you over at the Armory. It's pretty awesome. But uh, is there anywhere in the world that you haven't got a chance to fight that you'd like to fight? Una ciudad del mundo en la que todavía no hayas peleado y te encantaría pelear. Damn, like, I don't know, man. Pues me como si peleó un puente. <laughs> ¿En dónde? No, como, como si peló dos un puente, like, I don't care. Donde sea. Uh, no, sí. Pero un lugar que sí me gustaría pelear sería hasta en, en Grecia. 
Atenas. Ajá, sí, Grecia, Atenas. Ajá, exacto. Look, if, uh, if I have to fight a bridge, I'll do it. I don't care. I don't care where I have to go. I, I, I love to fight. But if you ask me which country and which city I would like to fight in, I would say Athens, Greece. That would be on my bucket list. Wow, man, That'd be, that would be pretty sweet. Uh, one last question for David. Uh, what are some weaknesses in Calvin's game that you think you can take advantage of? ¿Qué limitaciones o debilidades de Calvin crees que tú vas a poder aprovechar durante la pelea? No, la, la verdad es que no, no, no le veo, um, no, no le veo ninguna, ninguna limitación y tampoco ninguna debilidad. Lo veo como un excelente boxeador y simplemente voy a salir este, a divertirme, que es lo que siempre hago de ring. I don't really see any any truly evident limitations or weaknesses on Calvin's on, on Calvin's uh, part. He's a quality fighter, and all I'm gonna do is go out there and have fun and do my job. The rest is uh, up to June. What happens on June 4th? Okay. The next question uh, comes from Cesar Seda from America TV. Cesar, if you can please unmute yourself. Buenas tardes, César Sea, Decisión Dividida, América TV, Puerto Rico. Eh, tengo una pregunta para ambos. I got a question for both. Eh, eh, I'm going to start with Calvin first. Eh, Calvin, eh, this is a tough fight for you, eh, but it's a guy that just got a, a, a few fights eh, mm -hmm. as, a, as a pro, right? And eh, you, as a, as, as a pro, you've been eh, always in the, look like eh, you've been up and down in weight. What's been going on? You have to go 175. You started at 160. All the way, it's been a, a, a trouble with the weight, or it's just been what the fights that appear to you? Yeah. Um, so when I first turned pro back in 2016, um, um, I was fighting amateur at 165 my whole career. And so the most logical choice, like when you turn pro, you go to 160. Now I realized how hard 160 was, those extra five pounds was. <laughs> And so uh, maybe around fight eight or nine, we decided to go up to 168. That way I can do some more strength training. Um, I can have a better weight cut. And we've been there ever since. Uh, the fights you've seen, like, at the higher weights, it wasn't because of me. It was because my opponents couldn't come in at, at the 68 mark. So we just met them at those catch weights. But, uh, no, 168 is the weight cut. Thank you, Calvin. Hey, Morel, eh, David, no. sabemos que, que te conocemos bastante. Hemos perseguido tu carrera. Eh, David, estuve hablando con Stephen eh, Espinosa en, allá en, en Dallas, en el encuentro en Dallas allá de UGAS, y eh, una de las preguntas que se le hicieron fue exactamente el showdown tú y Benavides en 168 libras, quizás puede ser en 175, y tú hablaste temprano de, cuán gran, de, 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 de esta experiencia, cuán importante esta experiencia para ti, pero la, esa es la pregunta, no es la experiencia, es cuán importante para ti ahora que te están dando esta oportunidad eh, eh, y para el pueblo cubano que te está viendo crecer y te y, y la segunda parte de la pregunta es, ¿cómo te ha ido en tu preparación con Ronnie Chills? Tu primera preparación con Ronnie Chills en Houston, saliendo de tu gran campamento que tenías siempre ahí en, en, en tu área. Este, uh -huh. ¿Cómo te ha ido eso y cuán grande es esta oportunidad? Vamos a responder la pregunta en dos partes. Sí, sí, sí. La voy a Voy a traducir la primera pregunta y después la respondes y vamos a traducir la segunda pregunta y la responder, ¿vale? So, there's two questions from uh, Cesar here. The first question is going to be uh, how much, well, that, you know, the, uh, Steven Espinosa, the president of Showtime, he was talking in Dallas before, before the fight that we had last month between Spence and Lugas about ben, the potential of Benavides against Morel. So, the question for, for Morel is, Uh, how big is this opportunity for him? How much does it mean to him in order to achieve the things he wants to achieve in the division? Uh, adelante, David. No, este, respondiendo a la primera pregunta, César, este, fue, fue una gran oportunidad porque tú la, 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 la una, una vez más, la oportunidad, tú sabes, de, de ver una gran pelea de cerca, ¿no? de sentir la, la, ese, ese calor, esa, esa energía, esa, de una gran pelea, de algo que, que en realidad es, bueno, súper, ¿me entiendes? Más por, por a, de lo, al nivel de los grandes boxeadores que, que estaban ahí. Y, y yo digo que una gran oportunidad, porque tuve la oportunidad este día de una vez más de ver a muchos boxeadores face to face y, like, 
ya como, como que dejando claro de que, que, ya, que ya estoy aquí, ¿me entiendes? Que ya estoy aquí. Y una, y una pelea con Benavides sería en la 168, sí o sí, ¿me entiendes? Y si, y si quieres subir de peso, pues subimos de peso a la 175 y le eso. No hay ningún tipo de problema con eso. A todo lo contrario, ya estamos pensando ya, ya queremos ya este, dejarnos, ¿sabes? Como, no, no excusa, pero como que ponerle un stop a todo y ya empezar a pelear ya con, con, con los grandes de la división. There is absolutely nothing better than having a great opportunity and being able to seize it while enjoying the electricity and the warmth of the crowd and being able to fight uh, in the big stages. That's priceless to me, and I wouldn't give that up for anything in the world. So I plan to take advantage of it uh, like, you know, like no one's business. And then as far as the possible fight with Benavides, if, if I do fight him, it will have to be a 168 probably. I mean, if he wants to go up 175 okay we, we can do it but you know uh, when, whenever whenever if that does happen then no excuses and we'll be up for a challenge in whatever way shape or form it happens uh, and then the second question for David was uh, what was his experience with Ronnie Shields like training in Houston Texas uh, bueno David entonces para la pregunta sobre cómo era la experiencia con Ronnie Shields sí. no este, la, la, la experiencia ha sido la, la, la otra vez solamente tuve este, tres, tres semanas, o no, no, no tuve la oportunidad así de, 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 de trabajar bien. Este, este viaje ya, ya, ya tuvimos 10 este, semanas, o fue totalmente diferente. Este, ha sido una, una química, tú sabes, súper que, que positiva, súper que. Super, una, una experiencia, la bah, primera experiencia que tengo o sea, aquí en Houston, lo que es un Tony Camp, súper que excelente, gracias a Dios. Y. Y nada, hasta ahora estamos bien, todo bien la preparación, ya estamos ya este, esperando solamente el momento ya de regresar a Minnesota, de eh, acogernos ahí en el local donde, donde tengamos que estar y ya y esperar la pelea, hasta, ya estamos listos, solamente es esperar el momento y, y ya que lleguemos eh, la, el día de la pelea, ya estamos ready ya para, para lo que sea y para, para que venga. Morel, ¿y cuál ha sido la...? No, no, espera, 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 que traigo. So, Ronnie has been as advertised, absolutely amazing. And unlike last time to where I only got, I only got to spend about three weeks with him, uh, this time I got to spend 10 weeks with him and it could not have been better. Outstanding chemistry, an outstanding training camp. It was just everything that I would have expected and more. We did everything that we had to do. And now we're ready to just uh, go to Minnesota when, uh, when that happens and we're ready for the fight. We're just dotting the eyes and, you know, ma making sure that everything is, is set, but we do feel ready now and everything has just been amazing. Okay. All right, we're going to go to the next uh, participant. Cesar, thank you. We want to uh, make sure everybody gets to ask the question, if you don't mind. Uh, we're going to go to the next participant here, Ben Thompson, uh, with the boxing source. Let's see. Ben, can you unmute yourself? Oh, excuse me, you said Ben Thompson? Uh, James Bell, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's it. Sorry. Okay. Go ahead. Cool. Um, Questions for uh, Calvin and uh, David. Uh, first, uh, Calvin, uh, you were talking about uh, you coming into this fight without much fears, you know, or much pressure since you've already had your loss. But going into that, what was there that you learned in that particular fight outside of, you know, dealing with the injury during the fight that, you know, you could take uh, from this and going into your fight against David Morrell? Uh, I think it's just more confidence, just knowing that. That, that, that we belong there. You know what I mean? It's always this issue of you proving yourself in boxing. It's always this issue of do I belong with the elite or to the next level? And headlining the Showbox car back in July of last year, it showed everybody that we had the skills, even with the injury, that we still had the skills to hang in there and then prove our worth and prove ourselves to the rest of the world. That's all boxing is about, is showing what you already know to the rest of the world. So that's what we're taking into the next fight, just that confidence, knowing we're supposed to be there. All right. Thank you so much, everyone. We're going to, uh, Castro, I'm going to throw it back to you. Good. Thank you, Flo. I appreciate it. 
and thank you, David. Uh, thank you, Calvin. And certainly Welcome. looking forward to uh, you guys getting it on on June 4th. Let's get to the main event. Uh, now we get to the main event. And folks, that means you have the challenger, Danny Roman. He is the babyface assassin, the former unified champion. 29-3-1. He also has 10 knockouts. And he will be taking on the current unified unbeaten champion, Stephen Fulton Jr. Cool boy Steph. He's the WBO, the WBC champion of the world, 20 and 08 knockouts. Listen, you look at his last 14 fights, he's beaten eight undefeated fighters. He has taken on all comers and they've all left the ring with an L. So let's start with the champion. Cool boy Steph, the unified champ. If you would tell members of the media how training's going and your thoughts on facing Danny Roman. First of all, I like to say thank y'all for having me. Alhamdulillah. All praise be to Allah. Gotta put my guy first. Everything's been great. Everything, camp's been going good leading up to this for this fight. Camp's been amazing. It's been challenging for me, especially, especially during Ramadan. And I'm just looking forward to June 4th. That's great. Uh, and now the challenger, the babyface assassin, Danny Roman, the former unified champion. Danny, if you would, talk to the members of the media. Let them know how training camp has been going and your thoughts on facing Stephen Fulton Jr. I want that. Thank you. Thank you for having me. And um, it's, it's been going good. It's been a great camp. Uh, we're getting ready for the best, you know, unified champion, uh, Stephen Fulton, you know, and uh, it's a fight you got to see uh, June 4th. Um, let me start with you, champ. Uh, Stephen, you you talked about this, you know, with Ramadan going on and listen, seeing how that has affected some of the athletes in sports uh, in basketball and things of that nature. Do you think that will have any effect on you on your energy level, your output level going into this fight in June? No, it actually helped me. It actually helped me a lot. You know, training with low energy, training with a little, little fuel that, that, that actually helped me for this month and far as making weight. Hmm. Interesting. That is really interesting. Um, I thought one thing that was interesting too, you, you had tweeted out uh, talking and you, you responded to Danny Roman uh, when this fight had been uh, named. You said, listen, you, um, you better be working as much as you've been tweeting. So what was the message you were trying to send to Roman? I mean, the message was self-explanatory. You know, they was doing a lot of tweeting me and kind of saying I was ducking and this and third and I just made I just made the fight happen. I ain't say shit. I made I ain't say nothing. I made the fight happen. That's what I do. I make I make things happen. So I just wanted them to keep that same energy. Danny, I, I was presented with I was presented with other fighters to face. So it was up to me to to, to choose who I wanted to face and that's who I chose. So it wasn't a, it wasn't a fact that this person was, you know, kept calling me out and things like that. No, it wasn't that. I, he deserved the opportunity, so I gave him the opportunity. But when you start saying I'm ducking, it was just like, all right, we, we'll see. And that's an interesting point, Stephen, because, you know, there are a number of people who thought, you know, are you going to run it back with Figueroa? Obviously, Figueroa wants to move up in weight and things of that nature. So tell me why. Why you why you, you said Danny Roman, let's do, let's do it. He was, he was a former unified champion. He's a great fighter. You can't take that away from him. Uh, I, I didn't understand. I don't know how, how like what. I don't. I don't understand how he didn't, you know, rematch for his his original belts back. But you know, he'll be fighting me, facing me for months. So I just I, I wanted to give him that opportunity. Danny, let give you the opportunity to respond to that. You know, hey, look, Stephen said I I wasn't ducking you, uh, and he says he wants you to have that same energy uh, on June fourth at the Armory in Minneapolis. Oh, oh, we we are we we're gonna have the same uh, same energy, you know. Uh, you know, I'm just trying to throw, I was throwing it out there. You know, I'm, I'm the next guy you're going to fight. Don't forget about me. You know, he was calling me out when I was a champion, you know, and, and uh, he gave me the chance, you know, so I'm, I'm going to fight him. Uh, uh, 
you could, you could consider him the best in the division right now, Steven, uh, Steven Fulton. Yes, uh, I don't know what happened with, uh, with the rematch against uh, MJ, but, like, you know what? Right now I'm concentrated on uh, Fulton. He's the guy in front of me, and uh, he's the champion I want right now. Um, Steven, you know, you had a body slugfest with Angela Leo. You said, you know, I'm going to go in the ring, and I'm going to fight your fight. Uh, you did that. And there was a number of times you did the same thing with Brandon Figueroa. So I'm going to beat you at fighting uh, your fight. So what kind of fight then, though, do you expect from Danny Roman? Because I would assume it'd be different. Uh, I, w- I would expect him to be different than his his previous fight and any other fight. You know, he's looking to bounce back on top. So I have to be smart. I, I, I have to be smart. I have to be able to adapt no matter what. And those are the things that I that I do the best. So, I mean, I don't, I don't really have much to say today. And I I'm not sure why. I just don't have much to say today. Uh, Danny Roman, what do you think is going to be the difference in this fight? No, we, we know that uh, Stephen Fulton, he can make uh, the right adjustments, you know? He's going to depend on the fight he brings and the fight uh, the adjustments. Whoever makes the best adjustment is going to take that fight. You can say it could be, it could be like a chess game, you know? I can do a little bit of everything, and he can do a little bit of everything as well. So it all depends who makes the right adjustment that night. I get the sense, Danny Roman, that this is one of those give-me-my-respect type fights. You know, you were the former unified champ. Now Stephen Fulton is the guy at the top of the division. You know, there was a number of times where you, even though you had lost the belt, you you came back on a winning fight. You were like, "Excuse me, I'm I'm, I'm still here." <laughs> um, so it seems like this is one of those "give me my respect" type fights. Do you agree? Of course, you know. Uh, I mean, that that's what everybody, every, every fighter wants. You know, that even when I became a, a unified champion, they still had me below the the other champion. So, you know, and I think as Fulton as well. You know, everybody trying to prove themselves. You know, as the best especially the best in the division. So you, you can say, yes, you know, th- this this is the fight, you know, fighting against the best, consider the best seven fourteen in the division, and I get the chance to fight them, you know. I get the mm-hmm. chance to be back on top as well. And and, and would, the, would you say the same thing for you, Stephen Fulton, considering you are the unified champ, but yet, you know, there were still people saying, well, why didn't he fight Brandon Figueroa again? Or why is such and such and such? Is, is this still one of those fights where you can show, well, hey, look, give me my respect. I'm showing y'all. I'm the best in this vision. I'm, I just fought the former unified champ. No, I'm not even looking for their respect anymore. I don't care what they think. I know what I am, and it shows, and I'm and I'm unified champ. All I, I, everything I have to prove is to myself from here on out. I feel like my last fight put me in that mode, and it taught me a lot about myself and a lot about my surroundings and the sport of boxing. You know, sometimes people can be unappreciative and not give you that respect. So at that point, it's just, I don't give a F no more what nobody thinks or what the people thinks anymore. I'm doing these fights for me. I love it because you've always, even in our discussions, have talked about legacy, being the best, things of that nature. Um, so, so after this fight, and with the, what do you think is next for the winner of this fight, Stephen? I mean, the winner of the MJ fight, with that was I feel like that was supposed to be the next fight after the Brandon fight. I mean, I feel like they want to keep waiting and prolonging and things of like that. But that, that's the only fight to make. Is you did like ever since 2020, the only fights to make was the championship fights, unification bouts. I don't see. I don't. I don't even think managers, promoters are even trying to let these guys build anymore. What, what, what's the What's the point of it anymore? Mm. Put them in the fight. They think they're the best. They want to fight the champions. Let them face them. If you're number one and you, or you're number two in the division. Let them slug it out. Whoever comes out on top faces the winner of the the, the the two champions. And I've been saying this before I was even world champion. And you've even told me your goal was to be the undisputed uh, champ at 122. Is that still the goal? Yeah. Once we take once we take care of this fight, hopefully we get that next fight, and and then it's, and then it's on. Mm. Uh, Danny, but I have to say, I have to, I have to, I have to respond to one thing that Danny Roman said. And he said when he was world champion, I was calling him out. And guess what? They didn't give me no opportunity. Nobody gave me an opportunity, but I'm giving him the opportunity. Nobody ever gave me an opportunity. But everybody looks at me and, and expects me to give the opportunities. 
Interesting. Your response to that, Danny? No, it, it's true, though. It's true. Uh, uh, he called me out. Uh, I had different plans. I wanted to unify the rest of the, the belts, be undisputed, and uh, I'm thankful that he gave me the chance, you know, and not not another champion gives it a chance like that, and he he gave me the chance, so, you know, I'm, I'm thankful for that. What do you think? What your your uh? What do you think is next for the winner of this fight, Danny? Uh, well, I'll take it one step at a time. You know, I'll, hopefully everything goes good. Uh, let the best man win, and uh, if it goes my way, it'll, it'll be good. And uh, I'll see what happens after that. Mm. Uh, last but not least, uh, we'll start with you, Danny Roman. Uh, for people who uh will tune in to Showtime Championship Boxing on June fourth. Uh, for people who will walk into that historic armory uh, on June 4th, what should they expect when you step into the ring with Stephen Fulton Jr.? Oh, ex expect a great fight. Uh, expect uh, even the fight of, of the year. Uh, you know, we, we go out there, we give our heart out. Uh, we give the best performance we could give. And, uh, you know, we, we try to give the best for the people. And I know uh, Fulton is going to give it as well. You know, he's a unified champion. I know he's going to want to defend his belt. I want them belt, so it'll be a great night. Mm. Uh, cool boy, Steph. Same question to you, champ. Uh, for the people who will turn championship boxing and walk into that armory, what can you guarantee them that they're going to get on June 4th? A victory. I can guarantee a victory. I can't tell you how I will come in that ring and fight because my mood and my mind changes every, every, every day. Depends on how I'm feeling it and on how I'm going to take take on Daniel Roman. It depends on how I'm feeling. You never know. But as of right now, I just expect the, just expect the victory and, and, and a smart boxer. Folks, I tell you, it's going to be one heck of a main event. I know there are members of the media who've got some questions for you guys, so let's get right to those questions. Flojoku, if you could, uh, let the members of the media ask these men some questions. All right, I'll start with uh, Todd with Fight News. Todd, if you can uh, please unmute yourself. Hey there, cool boy. What's happening? Can you hear me? Yes. Hey, uh, you know, for the folks that don't know, first of all, uh, you know, assalamu alaikum, man. I, I hope you're having a, you know, a blessed Ramadan. Um, could you let them know uh, what are the challenges? Uh, could you just kind of explain just a little bit uh, how that challenge is uh, for a Muslim fighter? Uh, it's very challenging because, you know, you have to, it was like, two times challenging for me because I, I'm, I'm losing weight for a fight as well as you can't eat because you're fasting, you know, right. because of the religion. So that was, that was, that was one of the first things that was a little challenging for me, but I had the mindset of this is going to help me make this weight easy. And now I'm walking around feeling great and feeling amazing right now. And I'm, and I'm, and I'm within weight and you see, look at me, face structure still there. So another thing that was challenging was the sparring. You know, you have to get in the ring and, and, and spar eight rounds, maybe 10 rounds. And I'm, and I'm always challenging myself and, and push the 12 at least once or tw once a week or every other week. So imagine doing those things and looking spectacular with no energy. And then I have to make the adjustments. I have to be able to pace myself in that ring. So that was very challenging for me, but I got it done and I'm still getting it done. So those were a couple, like just a few things to throw out there. No water during sparring. Like I can't have no water where I'm going to put it at. I'm going to put it on my head. Let, I'm going to cool myself down, cool my body down. I, 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 I always say, like, when I'm losing weight and I'm in the hotel rooms and everything, since, the, you know, the last couple of days when you're drying out, since I, I don't really drink or eat things, I put the AC on, put the air conditioner on. I like, I like my room temperature cool. That always keeps my body cool. So I, when I'm sparring, I, you know, put water on my head and just let it, let it drench and cool my body down because I can't, you know, eat anything as well as pushing the, the training time back so it could be enough an, enough like space and gap between me breaking fast so getting my workout done all right the next question comes from joe santelaquito joe if you can please unmute yourself <laughs> joe. hello steven what's up steven how can you say you're disrespected when we had a, we held a parade for you here in Philly, balloons, floats, and everything. You were on the back of a car. What parade? Where that, where that parade was at? 
<laughs> you still think you're disrespected? I don't. I don't really care for it no more. Okay. Okay. All right. And how's how's the weight going? I know there was some issues with the weight and your hands. There were no issues with no weight. Okay. Okay. My hands are perfect. Your hands are good too. Yes. Okay. Um, what can we see different this time around? On, on a serious note, what can we see different this time around? This guy's a challenge for you. You just expect me. Just me to be me. That's it. I can't give you much. I just, just, just got to be me. Gotcha. All right. Thank you, Stephen. I appreciate you, Joe. Next question uh, comes from Keith Idek. Bob and Sean, Keith, please unmute yourself. Uh, yes, my first question is for Danny. Danny, your loss to Akhmadalia was obviously a very close fight that seemingly could have gone either way. How difficult has it been for you? And I know the pandemic obviously was thrown into the middle of it, but how difficult has it been having to deal with that very narrow loss and then having to wait basically two and a half years to get another title fight? No, uh, I believe uh, it was a close fight. And I still think I won that fight, but like boxing politics, you know, uh, that happened. I, I didn't get the rematch. Uh, so now two years and a half, like you said, uh, I'm getting a chance to get back on top. So I'm more than thankful for that. And what did you think of uh, Stephen Fulton's performance against Brandon Figueroa? I mean, he, he, he fought. It was a, it turned into a dogfight at times. He's shown a mm -hmm. lot of utility, obviously, in his championship reign and even before that. What did you think of his performance in that fight? And, and what did you think of the results? Oh, I mean, he did a good fight, you know, and uh, he did a smart fight. Uh, he did a, a good adjustment during the fight, and uh, it was a close fight, but he took it, you know. So respect for him. You thought he won the fight, though? It was a close fight. I think uh, a draw, if anything. Okay. Thank you. And, uh, Stephen, uh, for you, can you express what you feel you showed people in that fight? I mean, you, I mean, you've shown a lot here in the, the way you fought Angelo Leo and then, of course, the way you fought Brandon Figueroa, just in terms of what you're able to do and the diversity in your game. Man, I showed that – I can do whatever it, it, it takes to get the job done. I boxed early in my career. I fought later in my uh, around these times. Who knows what else I can do? I know, but you guys don't know. So I just showed that side that it's more. It's more to Stephen Fulton. And Stephen, was the Figueroa rematch presented to you? I know it was something that was discussed uh, externally, but was it something that was presented to you, or was it a realistic option for the next fight? It could have, it could have been a realistic. If I feel like ah, it could have been realistic, more so on their behalf, though. Can you elaborate? You know, some things, some things. You know, I don't really want to talk about. Uh, in it. other words, in a, the money wasn't right, or what? I mean, yeah. <laughs> okay. Um. Do you think you'll fight him again at some point? It was a great fight. Obviously, people were loved it. So, you think about him again? Uh, when I move up, yeah. Okay. But have you interviewed him? Not recently. All right. When you interview him, you ask him that same question. All right. I will. <laughs> I'll let you know and what I'm, he's. I'm, I'm only saying that because people who interview me, they always ask me about the rematch. Will you rematch him? Will you rematch him? And it's like, well, what do y'all think? I lost the fight. I'm the champion. Why y'all asking me about rematching him? That's the only reason why I'm asking. It, okay, nothing personal, though. No, no, no. I didn't take it personally at all. I'd, I'd gladly ask him. I just haven't spoken to him. I just have one last question for you, Stephen. Uh, what did you think of Danny Roman's fight against Akhmadaliev? Uh, who did you think won? What type of fight did you see as? I don't. I honestly only seen highlights. I haven't seen the full the full action of the fight. Okay. I only seen the highlights of it. Now my trainer can tell you more about it. Me, I'm just getting back to you know how I use how I normally, but how I've normally been. He's not gonna be the same fighter coming into this fight anyway because I'm not southpaw, so I, I didn't really pay that fight any any mind, and I I I haven't really studied film on a lot of fighters, and when I did that, I was having more fun with the sport. Okay, great. Thank you guys.
Thanks, Keith. Flo, 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 before you go on to the next question, I think it's interesting, Stephen, you, you, and you raised up a really salient point about make sure you ask um, Brandon Figueroa that question. I did ask him that question. Matter of fact, in our last fight in Vegas, and I saw his father, and I said, are you going to push to get for a rematch against Stephen Fulton Jr.? And his response was, no, that we're moving up. We're moving up. We have no interest. We want to move up uh to 126 so um it's interesting that that was their response because I, I just I, I thought that it would be automatic that you guys would want to uh do it up again but you know they said they had no interest they wanted to move up um to a higher weight when i get there we'll, and when i get there when i get them, we'll see yeah got it go ahead flo i'm sorry I don't know. That's, I like the question. Uh, so the next question uh, comes from Ave uh, Gonzalez with Near Fights. Ave, can you please unmute yourself? Uh, yes. Uh, hi, how you doing? Uh, Stephen Fulton, you're a champ. Uh, I get it. Yesterday's price is not today's price. I get it. <laughs> um, was there a um, was there a different date? for for this fight that you were presented with or um, when it was presented to you and, and knowing that, you know, you were going to um, be in the middle of Ramadan, was was that something that you didn't even think twice or was it uh, an option to maybe do it at a later date so that that wouldn't be part of your uh, training camp? No, I didn't. I didn't have to think twice. I've, I've, fought, during, I've fought Ramadan four years in a row. Dorn gotcha. and, and 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 got knockouts. Each year, I've I've, I've fought during those years, so I already knew like I'm about to I'm about to prepare for a fight. And Ramadan is the month be before, or two months before. I said, "Oh, yeah, this is gonna be good for me because my mental everything is just different for me when I'm fasting and when I'm you know on my spiritual journey. Everything is just totally different for me. I, I feel right. like those those are the things that mentally pushes me, and I always speak about mental. Those are the things that push me to that next level mentally. The the fighting game is meant more mental than it is physical. Gotcha. And then, do you think these last four fights that you've had, um, and it seems like you know you're always raising that bar for each uh, each fight after, um, has prepared you for this point of your career? Yes. Yes. Like okay. being in a fight, being in them two fights back to back, my last two fights back to back like that, like them dog fights, that only that only pushed me to be more of a I can do what I want in that ring. Whatever gotcha. I want, I can do it at any moment, at any time. I can do it and I will do it when I feel like doing it. Got it. And then this uh, question for uh, you, Danny Roman. Uh, first of all, happy birthday. Um, oh, thank and, you. <laughs> um, and uh how different was the uh, physical and mental preparation for this fight um, compared to some of the other ones, uh, especially like with the MJ fight, which was a, a, another high level fight that you had. Um, so you're going um, uh, one after the other on, on the level of opponents. Um, but how different was it? How different has it been mentally and physically preparing for this? No, well, we, we've been in situations like this, you know, important fights. Uh, now I'm, I'm the challenger. I'm challenging uh, Fulton for the titles. Uh, so you know, mentally I'm, I'm ready. You know, I've been through this road already, and uh, I know what it takes. So yes, I feel like I'm ready. I train hard, like I always do. I always get ready for for the best, especially now I'm going against Fulton. So you know, mentally and then physically, I, I feel prepared. All right. So last question. Uh, will come from uh, Sochi Hayashi with Yahoo Japan. Please unmute yourself. Can you hear me? Yes. Uh, in Japan, you know, the most popular fighter in uh, WBA and IBF, Bantamweight champion, Naoya Inoue, will fight against the WBC Bantamweight champion, Nonito Donaire, on June 7th. Uh, maybe he will move up after if if he will win he will move up unification about uh, he will win so uh first of all mr fulton how do you analyze in our fight you know his fighting style I, uh, do you want to fight against you know if 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 he moves up in time i probably will, i will face him but i don't think he will move up 
just that fast. Okay, how do you but analyze? He have, a, he, has, he have a great style. Though. He have a great style. Yeah. Uh, sometimes it can be unpredictable, but sometimes a, a fighter of my caliber is very predictable. So it all depends on the the fighter that he's facing, on how his style can you know the outcome of his style can be. Loman, I have a same question. Uh, same how question. How do you analyze Naoya uh, Inoue fighting style, and uh, do you want to fight against Inoue? Of course, I mean uh, he's he's considered one of the best pound for pounds. You know, he's uh, the champion of Japan, and. Uh, Of course, you know, I'm, I'm here to fight the best, you know, but like uh, maybe in the future uh, we could face each other. But right now my, my focus is uh, Fulton. But why not? You know, I'm, I'm here to fight the best. Thank you. Thanks, everyone. Now uh, back to Caster. Okay, thank you, Flo. Uh, listen, folks, this, June 4th is going to be great. I mean, you got two gentlemen of the sport, uh, two really uh, exceptional fighters, Uh, Steven, just a, a, a last cap on this one. How does it feel now being the man of the division? For so long, you were facing these undefeated fighters and looking for these big-time fights. And now people are looking to you as the guy, calling you out, saying, I want you. How does this feel that the tables have turned here? And what is it like being the unified champ? Uh, it, feels, it feels good that that the tables have turned. And what it feels like to me, I feel normal. I feel like I'm supposed to do this. I feel like this this is this is my lifestyle. This is what I was made to do this whole time. I don't feel like overexcited. I don't I don't think about it too much. And until I go in my in that, in my sun room and I unzip in the belt bag and I look at it, I'm like, damn world champ, unified. Not everybody become unified. Not on not everyone becomes world champion. So that, that this just made me feel good. It feels it's a hell of a feeling. But it, it, it feels even better that I'm in a position to call shots. It's, it's more so about being in, a, in that position, in that position. Love that. Danny, you've been in that position, and now you've got the opportunity. You are this close to being the man again. Talk to me about this opportunity and where you are because you've been waiting for it for a long time and now it's here no i i'm more than excited you know because this is my chance you know this doesn't come twice you know especially against the unified champion even even as a champion you know not like Fulton said not everybody can become champion especially unified champion so i don't just you can say i'm one step away from becoming a again a uh, unified champion so th this is by all you know either, either you do this or you don't so I'm, i'm more than excited you know and more, i feel more than ready and uh and i hope if Walton feels the same way you know so let, let's give these people what they want to see they want to see a great fight let's give them a great fight and champ i'll give you the final word uh june 4th uh you got danny roman this is it and uh Listen, I know a lot of people are looking forward to seeing you fight again. Cool boy, Steph. Uh, give me your final word on, on this fight in this division, which is one of the best divisions in boxing, and what they should expect. I feel like y'all should expect a great fight, smart, smart fight. You know, the division is hot because of me. I have to take credit for that. I have to. When everybody else is world champ, the, the, the division was a little quiet because they don't do the talking. I did the talking. I did the walking. June 4th, I'll be there. It'll, it'll be no different. Y'all know how I fight. Y'all know I'm smart. Y'all know I could adjust. Y'all know I could adapt. Y'all know a lot about me, but there's still some things that y'all don't know. And my mood and how I've been, how I've been feeling lately since the last. And I, I feel like that's going to that's gonna be the game changer of this fight. Y'all seen the cool boy stuff. Y'all didn't see why they called me Scooter. Y'all didn't see the, the 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 bad part of the things that I've been through and I and I go through daily of facing and fighting myself. And June 4th, y'all see that. Folks, it is the main event of a card that comes your way June 4th from the Armoring in Minneapolis. It's being promoted by TGB Promotions, Warriors Boxing, the main event, Fulton versus Roman. 
is also being promoted by Thompson Boxing as well. Get your tickets at the Armory. Get them at armorymn.com, and you can get them through Ticketmaster as well. Gentlemen, best of luck. Uh, looking forward to seeing both of you guys on June 4th. You got the former unified champ, Danny Roman. You got the current unbeaten unified champion of the world, Stephen Fulton Jr. Folks, Brian Custer here, and we will see you June 4th on Showtime Championship Boxing.